Neurodiversity is a fascinating topic. It helps us to understand that we all like to learn and communicate in different ways. What I love about content repurposing is at the heart of it, it's all about adjusting your content to meet and connect with different audiences and their preferences and needs. In this episode, I explore repurposing with neurodiversity in mind and three ways to help you do this. You're listening to the Content 10X podcast, where it's all about content repurposing. I'm Amy Woods, and I'm here to help you maximize your content and find smart ways to get your message in front of more of the right people, whilst also saving time. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Content 10X podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods, the founder and CEO of Content 10X. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about neurodiversity. This is a topic I've never specifically covered before. And we'll look at why and how to repurpose your content with neurodiversity in mind. This is a really fascinating topic and something that I think we should all be aware of, especially as marketers and content creators, which essentially means we are constantly finding ways to communicate and connect with people. Now, obviously, I'm not a medical professional on any sort of level, so I don't want to delve into the different aspects of neurodiversity from a medical perspective, but I want to look at how, from a non-medical expert standpoint, we as content marketers can ensure our content is presented to our entire audience in an accessible and inclusive way. So in this episode, I will cover what neurodiversity is, repurposing content with neurodiversity in mind, and three ways to help you ensure your content is accessible and inclusive. But before I get into the main content, just to mention, if you want weekly content repurposing tips and guidance, industry updates, inspiring stories and exclusive news delivered straight to your email inbox, then join hundreds of marketers, business owners and creators and become a Content 10X insider. Just head to content10x.com forward slash newsletter. Now, a recently published study on the mydisability.com website says that around 15 to 20% of the world's population is considered to be neurodiverse. Other studies describe it as one in seven. Seems it's not really a figure that is completely clear, but whether it's one in seven or 15 to 20% or something else, I think it's clear that there are a lot of neurodiverse people. Perhaps you are, as in I'm sure many listeners are, the audiences that we try to communicate will be, our clients will be. It's certainly nothing new, but it might seem like a phrase that you are hearing more and more as people become more aware and gain a greater understanding. So let's just take a quick look at how neurodiversity is defined. Basically, it's the naturally occurring range in our brain and chemistry that creates different ways of acting, thinking, communicating and processing information. So we're referring to variations in the human brain and cognitive function, such as the areas of sociability, learning, attention, mood, and other mental functions. So that's neurodiversity at a high level. And there are certain conditions associated with neurodiversity, like autism, ADHD, dyslexia, dyspraxia, Tourette's, and others. Now, I appreciate I'm not likely to be sharing anything new here. We're all, I would think, familiar with this, at least at a high level. 
But how should it affect your content and your content repurposing? Well, content repurposing is all about reworking your content to reach and very importantly connect with a wider audience in their format of choice. Our goal is to create accessible and inclusive content, which not only expands our reach, but it also boosts our reputation. Now, the importance of this really hit home for me when we did a little vox pop among the Content 10X team, just asking what kind of content they prefer. Our content and operations manager, Harry, and our head of creative, Anne, are all about videos. No hesitation there. While my executive assistant, Ali, she leaned more towards audio content. Then our head of writing, Emily, she can't bear videos or audio. She prefers written content and images, which is very similar to our senior content writer, Cara. So there's something maybe in the job titles there that provide clues as to the kind of content they might prefer. Now, personally, I find it really depends on what I'm consuming the content for. If I'm learning a new recipe when I'm cooking, for example, or maybe a new technique at the gym, then I really like to watch a step-by-step video. But if I'm consuming business content, so I'm trying to learn and develop, then I'm way more of a listener. It's podcasts all the way. And funnily enough for me, on a very fast speed, I can't bear the normal kind of times one speed. I'll always listen to my podcasts and audio content at 1.5 and usually at times two if I can, because my brain just seems to work very fast and take information in very fast. Now, I also find when it comes to social media, my preference is really short form content and it has to be to the point, otherwise I'm gone very quickly. So basically what we found is that even in a small team like ours, the Content 10X team of 11 people, there's such a variety of ways that we choose to consume content. There's certainly neurodiversity in our team and it's clear that no one format can really take precedence over another when you're trying to communicate with your audience. But it's not also just format, it's whether it's long form, whether it's short form. So there's lots to consider. Now, the beauty of content repurposing is that you can initially focus your core content with one format in mind, and I really recommend that you do this. So focusing on video or audio or written, for example. But then when you look to repurpose your content, ask yourself, how can you make sure that you are repurposing your content in a really accessible and inclusive way? Now, here's a few ideas. Number one is pretty simple, but you ask people. In a previous episode, I spoke about asking your audience what content they want from you. In my mind, that's the perfect place to start. There's loads of ways that you can approach your audience and ask the question. So if you want more in-depth advice on how to do that, then head to content10x.com263, where I really dug into this in more detail. So there you go. Number one, it's about truly getting to know your audience more. Moving on to number two, I always talk about creating content with repurposing in mind, but this is also the perfect time to have neurodiversity in mind right at the beginning of your content planning process. 
if you know you want to repurpose that piece of content, then think about the learning styles that content is suited to, and then think about the ways you can reach different learning styles through your repurposed content. In doing this, you are ensuring your content is easier to consume for a wider audience. I speak a lot more about this in a previous episode on how to repurpose your content in order to connect with your audience. Do go check that out, content10x.com forward slash eight. It's a real oldie, but it still makes some really good points. Now, the key point here is consider the different formats and styles and platforms before you create your core content and know what you are going to repurpose it into. You will create it differently and maybe structure it differently if you actually know what it's going to repurpose into, even more so if you then really consider different learning styles. Then number three is to mix and match your repurposed media when distributing it. So if you followed step one and step two, you've repurposed your content into a mixture of different assets in different formats. Then we move on to the distribution, getting it out there and in front of the right people. So make sure you embrace a multimedia approach on different platforms where it's possible to do so. And this will give your audience the option to consume the content in the way that works best for them. For example, on your own website. So when you publish a blog post, if this is initially a video that's been repurposed into a blog post in a podcast episode, then in that blog post, have the video embedded, have the podcast player embedded, have the long form written content and have engaging visuals throughout as well. So this basically means that to consume the same message that you're trying to convey, people can either read, they can watch, they can listen, they can scan some of the visual content and they will gain value from it. They will gain value in their own way from landing on that page and taking in your content. So there you have it. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I really just want to shine a light on neurodiversity and ask you to consider it when planning out your content and understand that repurposing can save the day in helping you connect with a variety of people that exist in our audience, whether neurotypical or neurodiverse. We all like to learn and communicate in different ways. Now, if you're looking for help when it comes to repurposing, our services at Content 10X may be just what you need. We provide fully end-to-end done-for-you video and audio repurposing services. Whether you have a weekly podcast or video show or you're looking to launch one, maybe you have regular webinars, events, virtual or in-person, thought leadership content, we can help. So just head to content10x.com forward slash services to learn more. Also, lastly, just follow us on social media. We're at Content10x on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You can find me, Amy Woods, the founder of Content10x on LinkedIn. If you connect with me, let me know that you listen to the podcast. And of course, we have a company page on LinkedIn as well, sharing lots of useful and valuable content. All that's left to say is thank you so much for listening to this episode and I'll catch you in the next one.